Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always on Tuesdays, Mr. Matthew Rooney. Andy is over on the Betsperts golf feed. They're about 30 minutes in. Hop on over there um, when we're done here. And of course, as you'll notice down below, I know you're staring at Paige anyway, as most of us do. Um, she is running a pool here for Augusta. Make sure you follow the links in the descriptions there. Um, is it just how's the pool work, Matt? So essentially enter the pool completely free. It doesn't cost you anything. You just have to sign up with, with run your pool. It's a totally free subscription, free to enter. You're going to pick your golfers for Augusta, which is not this weekend, but coming up next weekend. And if you beat Paige, you are entered to uh, be picked to win a round of golf, all expenses paid uh, to one of the top courses in the country. Don't think we've uh, announced that one yet, but I believe it's a, it's a pretty darn good one. So, uh, literally completely free to enter it's not going to cost you a thing other than maybe if you want a few beverages on the course when you're playing with page i, th I think that's probably worth all the effort that's pretty good man that's, that's it takes a, I, i've already i don't think i'm eligible to win but i i entered the, i entered the pool myself just to see if i can you know be uh outpick page and it took me about four seconds um it, it's very easy you just type in your email address and you're in the pool yeah, so check out all the links for that. Um, and as you may have noticed, Dan, our producer, and I love how much Dan loves the pain of being a sports fan as an Atlanta Falcons fan, wants us to remember, happy 3-28 and day. Yeah, you know, I didn't even remember it. I hadn't even thought about it. I, I was very confused. So if Dan wants to steer into that skid, I applaud him for it. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I would be as, as eager to, to steer into that, but good for him. He is, and he's, uh, he's embracing it. And I will embrace any criticism anyone has of Mr. Joel Embiid skipping the game last night because I don't care. I don't care about the game last night. His calf needs to be healthy when we get into the playoffs. Yeah. So you could all pound sand, find some lemons to suck. Go away. I it's it's it is a little weird that he didn't sit out the game before, but like whatever. It's it's the, you when want Rivers to win the NBA charge. MVP, but like with where Joel Embiid Joel Embiid excuse me is in his career, like. It's about winning playoff series and getting yourself to an NBA Finals and win an NBA championship, and that's that's what he's doing to try to ensure that. It's the most important thing at this point, and um, I guess we'll just go roll right in here to NBA. Some hoops. Um, a handful, a handful of games tonight. Getting back to it here. Um, sorry, just having trouble pulling up the list of the rest of the games, but. Um, you know, as I start to look, just the two bets that I did have tonight, we'll start with the Orlando Magic here, plus seven points. Um, our Orlando Magic, again, not going to win some of those fun Southeast Division bets that we had, um, but I really like them tonight. They're getting seven points on the road. Um, go up against the Memphis Grizzlies team. You know, John Morant is doubtful here. They're still without Steven Adams, still without Brandon Clark. And although the Grizzlies are at home, this is the first night of a back-to-back -back for them. I think it's a bit of a look-ahead spot to tomorrow night's game against the Clippers. I had this one closer to four, and as I start to look at the matchup and the way the Magic have been playing the last few weeks, I think that um, they have a real shot at this game, let alone keeping it closer to seven. So really Magic, plus six or anything better than that, looks very good to me. Um, and then the Charlotte Hornets visit the Oklahoma City Thunder. Shea Gilders-Alexander may not play tonight, but 
I don't really care. I, I think there's a, a much better angle to look out here. The Charlotte Hornets have been putrid on offense without LaMelo Ball. He's going to miss the rest of the season. This is a bizarre sort of one-game road trip spot where they come out here quickly to Oklahoma City and then go right back. They're coming off back-to-back wins against the Dallas Mavericks. It's just an all-time spot to, to go against this Hornets team again, against the Thunder team that we've seen be fantastic defensively against teams without centers, and no team has fewer centers than the Hornets. So I'll take their team total under 110. You know, quickly, just some of the other games. Uh, Celtics big favorites here over the Wizards. Again, everything looked kind of right there. The Heat-Raptors game. Um, lean towards the Heat. The market just loves this Raptors team. They're minus three and a half, but happy to put that one away and kind of wait. Um, would like to bet another under here on Atlanta Hawks game, but I think I'm just kind of done with that. Um, see if Jared Allen is in. Maybe I'll bet that a little bit later, but I have to put that one aside. And then lean towards the Pelicans at Golden State tonight, but should be a good bounce back spot. So just the two plays for now. We'll see what happens later. Magic plus seven. Hornets team total under 110. I'm glad you brought up that Heat-Raptors game because that's the one I kind of wanted to ask you about. Obviously, I'm watching that one with a close eye because all of a sudden the Bulls have went from no chance to catching them, either of those teams, to now a game behind both. Um, you, you think my bulls got a chance to close that gap here and get to the eight seed? I don't see any reason why not. I mean, it's, and they can't get to the six seed. So that's kind of the only, the bummer, the part, I think mm-hmm. they're in the plan and right. It's just kind of a yeah. matter of whether they're in that seven, eight game or that nine, 10 game. So I guess you do, you want to get up to eight cause you just have to win one game at that point. But I think you guys are in good shape and you're playing as good at basketball as any of those four teams in there. So. They are. Even last night, we'll have a chance to get thrashed by Milwaukee in the first round. Hey, that was at least fun last year. They won a game when Demar just went absolutely off. That was always that was cool, fun to watch. Last night was frustrating. They didn't even play all that bad. It was a late one. I'm sure you didn't watch it. Sorry, I think 10:30 your time. But the the uh, Clippers just could not miss from three. I think Nicholas Batum was eight of ten from three. It was that was just one of those kind of nights where it was just chalk it up as a loss. This one's not coming home. Dan was asking about the the T-Wolves. I think, again, we're looking at them as probably a play-in team, but Golden State continues to falter. Um, They really righted the ship. Uh, That was a great win, and, you know, not that I expect Carl Anthony Towns to hit kind of game-winning shots every night, but it has clearly made a positive impact, and um, I just think that, uh, you know, all those bets we made on them to make the playoffs should mm-hmm. be okay. I think they can win back to bin playing tournaments. And if they do, I'm just going to call it the annual Minnesota playing tournament. I like it. I like Minnesota should just get a permanent spot in there. I think they're a great team for that playing tournament. <laughs> that would be pretty fun. And speaking of things that are fun, we're still playing hockey. We are. We're, we're right. Honestly, we're, we're right about the same timeline as, as your NBA is here. We got about, um, depending on the team, we got about nine, eight, 10 games left here. Um, I have two on the slate tonight, similar to uh, similar to the NBA, a little, not a, not a massive slate. I think it's seven or eight games. Um, I have one involving my tanking Blackhawks and another involving the uh, game played out West. We'll start, uh, I guess out West, because that's the first one I wrote down. We're going to take the LA Kings money line uh, in Calgary uh, at plus plus one twelve. The Kings are playing very, very well as of late and kind of push themselves to a, a chance where they're only two points behind uh, Vegas in the division, and they're only two points then out of first place over, uh, overall in the West. So they got a chance to close some, uh, gain some ground here on Vegas. They got one more game with Vegas in Vegas. And uh, if they finish out the season hot, they're going to be a team that's going to be looking at a very serious chance at, at having the number one overall seed in the West. So home ice advantage throughout the playoffs, that'd be a b- very big deal. They're playing some really good hockey lately. Uh, they, they've won nine of their last 11. And in those nine wins, they've scored 
uh, four plus goals and ten or eight of them, and the the one where they didn't was three. It was a three to two win. They're playing really well. They just played Calgary at home. They won eight to two a couple nights ago. Calgary's been faltering all season. I really like this spot on plus money. I mean, you look at Calgary's last five. They've beaten San Jose and Anaheim. That's great, but those are two teams like my Blackhawks. We'll talk about next. We're tanking, and the three teams they played Vegas, they played LA, they played Dallas. The playoff contenders they played, they lost. So if you're going to give me the Kings here, I know it's on the road, but playing really, really good hockey as of late. They're scoring a lot of goals. Give me them with plus money on the money line tonight in Calgary. And then we're just uh, going with a blanket fade of my Blackhawks on the puck line here. Uh, they're playing the Dallas Stars, and it's funny. If you go to ESPN's you know game preview page for this one, you're looking at the points leaders for both teams. The Blackhawks' point leader is now in Dallas Stars uniform. Max Domi was traded to the Stars at the deadline. He's still the Blackhawks' current points leader. He hasn't played for them in uh, you know a month. So that's where we're at here with the Hawks. But they've lost uh, five in a row, all of which they did not cover the one and a half. Dallas is playing okay lately. They're not really finishing the season strong. They're still going to be a playoff team. But uh, they are a much better team than the Chicago Blackhawks. The Blackhawks are kind of accepted their fate at this point. So just a blanket fate of the Hawks going up against the playoff team here on the puck line. It's casually become our uh, second period over system basically here. Just yes. fade the Hawks. And it's, it's fade the Hawks, and it's it really it's, it's now become the Hawks. It's become the Ducks as well. The Sharks are kind of in there too. Like last uh, yesterday's show I had, I don't love when you have the minus one and a half on a minus uh, uh, with minus odds there, but like the Avalanche for minus one and a half at minus 110 against the Ducks last night, and I thought that was a no-brainer, and they won five to one. They outshot them like 45 to 25, something like that. It wasn't close. So if you got that close to even money, still probably worth a shot. It's when it gets to like, Minus 140, minus 150, where it's like, yeah, that, that's not worth it. So did you know we have two Final Fours right now? We're we're still in Miami. We're going to – well, th- we have – we're this in – This would be the Elite Eight. I take that back. We'll have a Final oh. Four tomorrow. Okay, well, we'll have a Final Four. <laughs> but I like that we're in Miami while Miami's in the Final Four. little connection Ooh. there. I like right. that. We'll have to use that one tomorrow because luckily you. Miami will still be around at that point. But no one, no one's, no one's, gonna, no one who's watching now is going to be watching tomorrow. You just feel free to steal that. Yeah, I think so. We'll be just fine. Andy <laughs> will like it. It'll be new for him. Exactly. Um, there you go. Four matches today in Miami. There is actually a smaller tournament in South America, but um, I'm not ready to handicap Clay Tennis at this point. We'll see how things shape up. It's um, an interesting list of names. So if you want some afternoon action, check that out. But yeah, we have four matches left here, eight players, um, a couple big favorites, right back in a big favorite over Trevisa, and that looks just about right. Zabalenka, big favorite over Kirstea. Uh, Kirstea's been playing some great tennis. Thought about maybe sprinkling her money line, but plus 400, just not quite enough, given how good Zabalenka has played. Maybe a little value in Kvitova, but I don't like going against Alexandrova, who's peaking here. But one match I saw, a couple things I liked, um, you know, two bets that I play kind of as a standard bet here, and then um, just a little fun sprinkles down here at the bottom. But Anastasia Potapova is going to be playing Jessica Pagula here. Pagula, one of the best players, you know, somebody that we back regularly as she kind of made her ascent into the top five and ten, and now the market really respecting her, but on these slower courts, it's a little bit tougher for her. And a player like Potapova, who's had a great couple of weeks here, um, has just come through and beaten some really big players, kind of has, has an advantage. It's just incredible how slow some of these courts are. And as I started to look at this match, you can get Potapova here, plus 200. Um, had this closer to plus 160. So like her to win the match here. And again, not going to play the spread. You know, you're right around three and a half or an expensive four at that point. Happy to let that one go. That looks just about right. But I think, again, this is going to be a much closer match than plus 
200. And as I look at the first set, it starts there. This is, should be a really competitive first set. Um, was able to find over nine and a half. If you have the 10 and a half and 12 and a half, go ahead and scoop that up. But instead, I'm just going to take some Potapova correct scores here in the first set. So Potapova to win the first set, 6-4, Basically putting our other two bets kind of together here. Again, uh, like Potapova in this match, like over in the first set, as I started to look at these, um, thought each one of them was a little inflated. Again, so uh, some tougher things to handicap given it's a very specific scenario, but a little sprinkle on each one of these, and let's hope Potapova can get this done 7-5. I like it, and I, I I see all those big plus money numbers, and my, my eyeballs are lighting up with cash shines. I think I'm going to take all of them. <laughs> all right, how much longer do we have till actual baseball? Thursday. Thursday's opening day. So this is this is my last day of futures. I've been thankfully DraftKings got a little gets a little creative here with the futures. FanDuel has some fine odds as well, but DraftKings will give me the like yesterday I had some two team parlays, you know, 90 plus wins. And now they also have some, uh, you know, X team X versus team Y who's going to win more games. Um, and that's one of the bets I have. I have a player future, a couple team futures. Today we're going to be backing the Los Angeles Dodgers. Because why wouldn't you want to back the Los Angeles Dodgers? But first, uh, we're going to go with Paul Goldschmidt of the St. Louis Cardinals to hit 30-plus home runs at plus 126. I, I know he's 35, and at some point that production you know, tends to dip for everybody, but he's also coming off an NL MVP season, um, not counting the COVID year. He's hit 30-plus home runs in his last five seasons and six of his last seven. I don't. I'm not really getting why we're not uh, why we're getting such good value here with uh, with with Paul Goldschmidt at plus 126. He's got Nolan Arenado with him in the same lineup. They just added Wilson Contreras to that lineup too, so he's got some protection in there. Um, the division's not going to be all that good this year. The Brewers have good pitching, but they're probably going to take a step back as a team. Uh, the, the Cubs and the Pirates not very good baseball teams this year, though the Cubs might be a little bit better. The Reds not going to be a good baseball team. I don't really understand why we're getting such good value here, so I'm going to take that. Uh, 30 plus homers at plus 126. The Dodgers to win 100 plus games at plus 105. Kind of the same thing here. Like, I know 100 games is a lot, but not counting the COVID year for the last five years and their last three years, they've gotten not only over 100, but they've gotten 104 plus. They've gotten 106 twice. They've gotten 111 wins. They play in a division where the Giants are going to take a step back. The Rockies aren't very good. The Diamondbacks have some young, intriguing players, but they're nowhere near ready to compete with the Dodgers. Yes, the Padres are going to be a good baseball team, but the Dodgers still probably a better one. I don't, I don't understand why we're getting such good value there. And you know the Dodgers, too, are a team that when they find out they have a need, they're not going to be afraid to go out and be aggressive at the trade deadline because they can. I really like that value there. And then same reason I like the Dodgers win 100-plus games. I like them to get more wins than the New York, New York Yankees. Uh, I think the Yankees are going to be a solid baseball team this year, have a good chance to, to compete with the Astros and the AL. But I also think they play in a very tough division uh, that's going to be pretty competitive throughout the year. Their pitching did get better with Carlos Rodon. But I still don't think they're on the same plane with the Dodgers, and I think the Dodgers play in an easier division that's going to be you know, uh, easier for them to win a few more games than New York here. So I like the Dodgers to win more baseball games than the Yankees at minus 120. The Dodgers to win 100 plus, plus 105. And Paul Goldschmidt, 30 plus homers, plus 126. I mean, I'm not generally one, one that likes to be a fan of big favorites and teams like the Dodgers, but as long as we have some financial angles, I'm happy to. We got some value there. Yeah, like it, it's just, it's va like a 100 baseball games is a lot of wins, but it hasn't been a lot of wins for the Dodgers the last few years. And like I said, as good as the Padres are going to be, it seems like the Giants aren't going to be that thorn in their side as much this year because they're not going to be quite as good, most likely. Um, 
I just don't really see many other teams competing with them in that division. I think the Padres and the Dodgers both have a chance to challenge, you know, 9,500 wins. All right, no Champions League today, but who do you think wins the big matchup of Norway versus Georgia, Georgia's mm. country? Oh, it's not Georgia football? No, Georgia football. I would take Georgia football over Norway soccer. Today. I'm going to take Norway. What's the, what are my odds? What, plus 110? Yeah, plus I like 110 it. for them to win. Give me Norway. Yeah, Give me minus Norway. a quarter is like minus 125. They should be a lot better. And I mean, the hot Are they playing for a trophy? Cup. Can I get Norway to lift the cup? Is that a thing? Not it's for a, a qualifying. So, yeah, I'm not Bummer. quite sure how that even works. It's a great question. Know. Maybe yeah. Norway to advance if they have that, I'm sure, is a yeah. thing. And then Kosovo land uh, minus 850 here, minus two and a half goals against Andorra. Oh. Two very big countries. It's, um, maybe, maybe I was hoping to find a Andorra, match that was interesting here. We've got Spain, Scotland. I'll take Spain, probably. Spain's not the powerhouse they used to be, but I don't think Scotland's very good at soccer. Yeah, minus 155. I bet if you lay a goal there, you can get plus money or something. So that's fun. There we go. I like that. I think we're on board there. Let's go Spain minus one, plus mm -hmm. money, and then Norway, just Norway to win. Let's do it. They get it done. I cannot wait to go 2-0 and again. I cannot wait to go 2-0 and again. Soccer that's what is we easy. do on this show. But soccer is easy. Golf is hard, unless you're the folks at Sports Golf. So thank you for watching. Give us a like and subscribe. Hop on over there and catch the end of that show. And again, check out the links in the description and sign up for the page pool.